welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Um, Well, welcome to the Talking Joy podcast. I have my team here today. We're missing two, but uh, we have Ariane, Katie, Joanne, and Jennifer is here. Um, And uh, we're going to talk today about uh, loving kindness to ourselves and to others. And there's a great meditation, which is popular. There's all different variations of it on the internet. And I'll list what this one is, but um, uh, the loving kindness meditation is, um, is something that you want to do if you're, um, you know, having trouble with someone in your life or you're feeling unsettled or something like that. Um, you know, it's a great exercise to, um, send maybe some love to someone that you love very much, um, somebody that you feel kind of neutral to, or somebody that really like annoys you in your life. Um, there's three different types. So I'm just going to ask you guys to uh, sit comfortably in your seat and just take three deep breaths in. Just inhale through your nose and out through your mouth. And anybody who's listening, you can just pause and do the same. Or if you're out for a walk listening to us, you can just listen along and listen to these words. So take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. I want you to just pay attention to any tension that you're holding in your body, anything that you arrived with, any tension in your face. I want you to kind of just release that on the in-breath. Let your muscles relax around your eyes, around your mouth. I want you to go down to your shoulders and your neck and just be at ease in your body. Just let go of any any holding. Just take a nice deep breath in and on the out breath, just let go. Be here now in this moment. This is just for you. I want you to feel your arms and your torso and your chest. Just relax into your seat wherever you are, just relax into your body. Just come into this moment. Relax your stomach, all the way down into your legs, your knees, all the way down to your toes. Be at ease and be here now. And just take another deep breath in and a deep breath out. And now I want you to bring your mind to a person that you love the most. I want you to see them in your mind's eye, maybe wearing an outfit that they would likely be in. I want you to try to hear their voice. And you can bring to mind any sense or sensations that you might associate with this person that you love. 
And now that you have that person visualized on your next inhale in, I want you to think or say to this person, may you be healthy. And then on your next inhale and exhale, I want you to say, may you be happy. And then inhale again. And I want you to say to this person, may you be free. And just relax into this moment, into this knowing, into this gesture of kindness to this person that you love. And then I want you to bring your mind to a person that you feel neutral or ambivalent about. It just could be anybody and whoever pops to mind, just stay, stay with that person, trust this process. And then whoever appears in your mind's eye is the person that needs to be there. And then I want you to see them with as many senses as possible. And within your next inhale, I want you to think or say, may you be healthy. And then on your next inhale and exhale, I want you to say to this person, may you be happy. And then on your next inhale, think or say to this person, may you be free. Just take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and relax right here. And now I want you to bring your mind to that person in your life that you struggle with. I want you to try and experience them vividly in your mind and just be an interested observer of any feelings that this brings up in you. And with your next inhale, I want you to say or think to this person, may you be healthy. May you be happy. And may you be free. Just be right here for a second. Just inhale and exhale. Now it's your turn. I want you to see yourself in your mind's eye. It might be helpful to try and see yourself through the eyes of the person that you first focused on, that loving person, or make an attempt at seeing yourself through God's eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath in and I want you to say to yourself, may I be healthy, may I be happy, and may I be free. Just visually give yourself a big hug. You could wrap your arms around your upper body or you could just visualize that. Just take a nice deep breath in and a deep breath out. And slowly open your eyes, wiggle your toes, and come back to the room. And just take a big stretch with your arms and a deep breath in and a deep breath out. So often, I used to lead my small group meetings with a meditation or some kind of a presence practice to bring it into the moment because so often when we arrive 
to different spots during our day. We arrive sort of scattered or, you know, with thoughts racing through our mind. And this kind of brings us right back into our body um, and sort of settles us in. And, and what I used to find when, when we did groups in person, um, you know, before the pandemic is that then everybody is sort of on the same energy level. Um, would you all agree or disagree that you um, feel like you are fully here with, with uh, the six of us this morning now? And maybe you weren't before, I'm not sure, Ariane. Um, I would say that I was completely in the moment up until the last point uh, where we say the words to ourselves. And um, I got very distracted, unfortunately, because we had snack break start a little early from school. So um, it was frustrating because I was it was I was very present right before that, though. So um, I'll have to go back and, and try it later. Thank you. Anybody else? Jennifer? Um, I thought that was a great meditation up until we had to single out the person that we have a conflict with. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a very good place up until that point and, you know, but, but I felt like it calmed me down a bit too, thinking positively about this person and wishing them well. Um, and then, and I like the fact that we circled back and thought about the person that loved us or loves us or the way we love them and reflecting back on us. That brought me right back to my typical happy place. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was quite helpful. Yeah. And isn't it, um, isn't it beautiful to be able to know that not everybody in our lives makes us feel that loving kindness, but we can offer that um, energetically, you know, to that person that might irritate us or, or, you know, that really, um, what was the word that I used that, uh, I don't know, that we just don't like. <laughs> there are those people in the world. And so when we're in a meditation like this and you're being led to think of somebody that makes you feel uncomfortable, you pay attention to the, how that feels in your body, because that's how that person makes you feel in the real world. Um, but then you were able to shift it, which I love. And, and that was really the intention is like you were temporarily uncomfortable, but then you went back to sort of that loving kindness feeling. Does anybody else want to add anything? Ariane? We can't hear you. I, yeah. Sorry. I found it actually interesting because, um, for the first one where we were supposed to imagine the person you know, that we love so much, I immediately thought of somebody, but wanted to think of somebody else. Mm. Um, and then you said, stick with the person that immediately comes up. There's a reason. And so I, I didn't have any difficulty with the, the following to um, the person that annoys you and the per you know, that, that I had no problem with, but it was the first one. And then I was struggling because I wanted to imagine who I, decided to pick, but yet somebody else kept popping in my head. So I went with it. Yeah. And, and that's that I'm glad you brought that up because I mentioned that to people often that, you know, we sort of the ego comes in or we try to control the outcome often and whoever appears is really sort of like who is meant to come forward 
and to pay attention and honor that. I, I think that that's your intuition. And it's a great example of how we can push our intuition down and say, oh, no, 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 I want it to be this person, but somebody else keeps appearing in your head. So I'm glad that you honored that um, and, didn't, and didn't push it away. Katie, what did you think? Yeah, I was just going to say, I so I was practicing alternative nostril breathing, um, which is similar just to the breathing exercise that you were leading us. Um, and there's something I think to be said about the physical response that we have during um, that exercise, you were, had such a calm sort of approach to it. And that I think they just work very beautifully together. I think it really made it easier to go through that process and just relax and allow the sort of meditative experience happen naturally without like Ariane said, like giving it too much thought. And um, yeah, there's something very powerful about um, that. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it, um, yeah, it was just very, very good. <laughs> Thank you. And did you resist anyone or anything that came up in yours? Um, I, I had a yeah, at first I was didn't really have a person like immediately pop up for the fortunately at this point in time um, for the negative person. Um, and then I just thought about it a little bit longer. And then I thought of somebody. <laughs> oh um, but then it was helpful because like, I think it's oftentimes it's easy to sort of not want to think about that those people perhaps and like push it aside, push it aside. But there was something very almost healing about just acknowledging that those feelings do exist and the physical sort of exercise that you walked us through in your calming, calming voice um, made us go higher, I think. Yeah. So it was yeah. a very good mindset to um, allow myself to, to get to. So thank you. Yeah, oh, that's great. And Joanne, how about you? I thought it was quite interesting. What word did you use for, was it think of somebody that you're having a difficult time with? Is that what you said? Um, because what was interesting is I've heard this meditation before and I've done this one before. And usually it's somebody, usually the words are somebody you have conflict with. Um, but you didn't use that today, which I really liked. I'm not, I don't remember what you said. I said struggle. Struggle, yeah. I like that because somebody came up who I love very deeply. Um, and sometimes when the word conflict comes up, it doesn't mean somebody that you always love very deeply. But anyway, it gave me a chance to bring awareness to this struggle I'm having with somebody I love. Um, and it was at first, I was like, Oh, this is, you know, somebody in my family, I shouldn't be thinking of them in this way. But then I thought it was kind of a beautiful way to bring peace to that situation in my mind, and awareness and just kind of let it go. So I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I, I did this meditation with a client the other night and she also had a family member show up and she felt bad about it. But what I was saying to her and I would also offer to you is that often in families, um, we have set dynamics um, and patterns that we repeat with one another over and over again. And you guys are all old enough where you're not living at home, certainly. But um, if you do visit family or you do go back to home, which Joanne, you do often go home um, to Rhode Island. And do you find that you fall into the same sort of roles and dynamics with your family um, that you had made perhaps growing up? Would you agree or disagree with that? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Totally. Um, and, and that's so common. Um, and the offering in that is that, you know, it's like when two people are angry at each other, right? Um, you know, if one person doesn't soften just a little bit, healing can't happen, right? There's this sort of resistance between the two people. And it's the same thing when you're having sort of a struggle with someone. If you're struggling with them and you don't soften just a little bit in the relationship or try for change or, you know, mention how somebody's making you feel um, and me also mentioning I'm a grown woman now and, and I prefer if you didn't, you know, treat me that way or react to me that way any longer, that until we pay attention to it and name it out loud um, or have this awareness of it, we can't change it. And so maybe the invitation is, you know, it's sort of like that Ho'opono Ono, that prayer, that Hawaiian prayer that we've done together where you're offering, you know, I love you, um, please forgive me, thank you, you know, something like that. I'll, we've talked about that before and I'll put it on the website, but it's sort of that same thing is that you were offering this person health, happiness, and to be free. You know, so you were offering them loving kindness. So I think that when we do that, that there is a shift. Um, because I also think that we don't often, we have these feelings around people, but until we can name them for ourselves and visualize it, then that's where the shift and the growth and the, um, you know, can happen. Yes, I, I, I feel like um, when you said that, I thought, well, I'm not angry with this person, but at all, I just, sometimes they're a lot of work and it's a struggle. Yes. Um, so it felt nice to give them, you know, the, the peace and be free and. Um, and wouldn't you love yeah, for there to be change and a shift in energy around that struggle? Yes, those are the words I'm looking for, yeah. And until we name it, until we, we actually say, oh, well, there it is. I struggle with this person and right. could I then maybe by offering them some, you know, some light, um, focus on the light within them and focus on the light within me. And then there's sort of this, this dynamic shift that, that can happen. I think that's how the, that's how relationships mature and we grow into them. Ariane, did you want to say something? So you said something that kind of just, caught my attention um, and that was uh, be free. And it's interesting because when I thought of the first person, especially because I had, I had to focus on who the first person that popped in my head was, when I said be free, I felt that it was freeing for them. But for the next two people, when I said be free, I felt it was freeing for me. That's interesting. So what do you think of that? Well, that I'm, you know, that I was letting go of um, any sort of anger, resentment, um, or, you know, negative feelings, I guess, um, towards them. Yeah. And so when we are struggling with someone, we carry that angst that you're talking about. And then once we can let go of that, so that dropping, whoops, that dropping of it, there on the other side of it is freedom. It's yeah. freedom to be yourself, right? To be yourself around them. You know, what happens with people that you struggle with when you see them? 
immediately, you weren't feeling comfy like I was describing in that meditation, we tense up, right? You know, like your jaw might tighten, you think, oh, here they come, or I'm going to walk into that situation with this person that, that I struggle with. Um, and so it is also affecting me, right? My physical body, my physical well-being and offering it loving kindness starts to like I was talking about when two people are mad, if like, you know, I'm, I'm making my hands in fists, if one fist starts to uncurl just a little bit, that that's where the healing and to am. Um, I also love that that meditation brings awareness to your breath um, and to different people in your life. And I feel like it's important to um, relate that to also when you're not meditating and to think about when you do see this person or that person, tell them you love them. Or, you know, if you notice when you see a certain person that you're starting to breathe a little quicker or more uneasy because there might be a struggle or conflict to remember, be free, you know, be peaceful and to breathe, look inward. Um, and so maybe those feelings can be freed and the situation can be more comfortable. Yeah. How about um, those neutral people? How'd that feel for you guys? Like, did, was it easy or hard to think of someone neutral, Jennifer? Um, no, I didn't have any trouble coming up immediately with, with the three different people. Um, the neutral person could have fallen into the person that I wanted to show love to or that I love dearly, um, but at times can be difficult. So I was just kind of wishing, you know, when we were talking about wishing them good health and being happy and setting them free, um, you know, just again, like you said, sending, sending positive vibes to them and, you know, it's just, it was just more loving thoughts because it's, it was some, it's somebody that, that I do love, but at times can be difficult mm -hmm. and I'm just pacify <laughs> the, the good and the bad with this person. Yeah. So what, one of the things that, that happens uh, to me often is that I will run into someone who's really angry, like out in the world especially during these times, people are triggered. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but people are, are emotional and, and I think anger is triggered much more easily these days with just the frustration of, of the state of you know, the pandemic and, and everything else. Um, and it used to be that I would take that personally, you know, if somebody like kind of, I don't know, yelled at me because, you know, I remember one time coming to a traffic light in downtown Summit and there was an old woman trying to cross the crosswalk, but I had driven over the crosswalk like I was in it. And I had never lived in a town where you had all these crosswalks before. So it was kind of new to me. And she slammed with her fist the front of my car and like, you know, yelled and waved her arms like, what's the matter with you? And it literally like brought tears to my eyes. Like it stung my eyes. Like I was so shocked, but her anger was just the energy of it was so palpable. Like it hit me. And my, you know, you know, I used to, and then, you, you know, I would go tell everybody about it. Like, can you believe this old lady? And, 
And I don't do that anymore. And what I will do now is I realize that it has nothing to do with me. You know, that encounter had nothing to do with me, but she was mad. She was angry about whatever was happening in her life. Um, And so what I'll do now is I'll offer a blessing of loving kindness to that person. So I, you know, I can do that all day long and people can't see me doing it, but I could, you know, drive away from that woman and I could could say, you know, may you be healthy, may you be happy, may you be free. Um, So it's a great tool to sort of like energy is real. You know, when we pray for people, we've done that together and we've seen the power of prayer is amazing. And so I can also send that blessing or that energy. So the invitation today is to not just do this like as a meditation, but maybe carry it over into your life. And if you see someone, you know, if you're walking and you see somebody homeless, you can offer them this blessing silently. You know, you can say it in your head, you know, may you be healthy. May you be happy. May you be free. Um, does that sound like something that you guys would would be open to doing or trying? Yeah, I think, Pam, I really think that you're touching upon something very um, universal. And it's almost like this prayer that you're offering others um, who have shifted your alignment um, in a negative way uh, or who could potentially have the power to do that. It's almost like in some way it kind of scratches that itch or that desire to like call up your friend and kind of like bitch about it and vent. Um, I do think that feeling is universal though, because I had something really funny happen just recently where a, a friend I would say that's in like a, a, a relatively close friend I came in contact with um, unexpectedly and hadn't seen in ages. Um, and she just wasn't really friendly. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, it just threw me off because I am such a friendly person. And I, it just, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it was, I, I know that I wasn't taking it personally because there was just like an energy that was very off. I was just finding very off. So, so that was the person that came to mind as far as new being neutral goes, but it just doesn't, it's, it just doesn't really add up. And I, I don't know, you never know what people are dealing with, you know. So did you take that, you know, when, when that happens to us, we, we tend to take that personally. We think, oh, well, did I offend her and not realize it? Well, it's so, that's the thing. So like, I, I, I generally, I, I wish that it didn't bother me as much as I actually did let it bother me. And I don't, maybe this is something I need to work on as I, um, you know, sort of, it's, it's just a matter of time where something like this is going to happen again. But generally speaking, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt and assume that it's got nothing to do with me. 99% of the time, it's something that they are dealing with. However, I do think that if you are close enough, what's great is that you can just kind of like in a really nonchalant way, maybe just address it in a way that's like, hey, is everything okay? Like I could totally be overreacting, but I was just sensing like, um, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how yeah, I would even- but this goes back to that example of sort of, you know, the two people that are, that are angry, you know, I'm, I have my two fists out again and, and then you walk away feeling less than she might be going through something that you know nothing about. And unless you voice it, if it's that important to you, you said she was a good friend. If it's that important to you, then it's worth a reach out. But it's also worth just offering her a blessing if you're not really up for reaching out. That that blessing is also an, an opportunity for you to send her that loving kindness. 
But if you want to take it one step further until somebody voices it, nothing changes. So the next time you see her, then you feel uncomfortable. So you kind of give her a little bit of yes. Ariane, do you want to add something? Of it, you're never going to get cycle to love it. Exactly. And I also, Katie, I also think that by, by saying that you're letting go of it's, it's a trigger in your, in your brain almost. So you're letting go of those negative feelings or, or the, or, you know, insecure feelings that, that it was about you. And when I say you, I mean, in general, we all go through that. I've, everybody feels that way at times. So um, it's a way for, for yourself, not only to bless them and to give them something, but it's to give yourself something too, because you can mm-hmm. let go of it. Very well said. Very well said. Ariane, the wisdom. <laughs> Um, so this is a great spiritual practice that doesn't have to be just the meditation that we did, but it can be carried over into the ordinariness of your life that you could lie in bed at night and you could think about, you know, the person that you love. Um, you could think about the person that's neutral and you could think about somebody that you're struggling with. And I think it's great that it's those three points. So this isn't all just, oh, isn't it beautiful? I'm, you know, I'm sending love to the person that I love and, and we're blessed. But now I asked you to get a little uncomfortable in there, right? Get a little sticky with thinking about that person that irritates us. Like Jennifer said, she felt all Zen. And then when she got to that person, she was like, oh, you know, there, there they are again, but then you were, you were able to shift back to feeling a little peaceful around it. Um, you know, when, when you were able to offer that blessing. So the blessing, you know, shifts something in us, it shifts our perspective, it shifts our attitude, you know, it, it brings more of what we want in our lives into the real. Would you guys agree with that? I have everybody on silent, so I can't hear anyone. But, um, yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm going to have to do some editing here today to uh, to get our long pauses when, when we're trying to unmute. Um, so missing the days that we could all be in person around a table together, and I'm, I'm, I'm prayerful that that will happen again. But until then, we're going to do these, these uh, Zoom meetups. Um, so I would invite you to take this, this exercise that we did today, you know, out into your life and just try it on, you know, it's so simple um, and doable, you know, and that's what I love about simple spiritual practices is that I don't invite people to do really tough things. It's all stuff, you know, layering on to what we're already doing. And then very softly and very quietly, it starts to change you for the better. Um, and it's not this big, like I signed up January one and I was going to lose a hundred pounds. Well, I mean, I would disappear from those hundred pounds, but you know what I mean there? Everybody has these grand ideas, but if we softly like a feather, put these little tiny exercises onto what we're already doing, I'm already going to the grocery store. And if somebody upsets me and I can offer them a prayer, it releases me from their anger and it maybe offers them something that they needed. You know, maybe I'm filling their cup up a little bit. Um, you know, we never know the power, the power that we have um, in those silent things that we do for, for one another. Well, it was great to see you guys and be, to be together again and, um, you know, and to do this, uh, this neat loving kindness exercise. I just thought I would mention too that in Pali, a language that's closely related to the Sanskrit and spoken in Northern India, metta means positive energy and kindness towards others. 
And this practice is also known as loving kindness. And the goal of meta meditation is to cultivate kindness for all beings, including yourself, your family, your friends, the people you struggle with, the people that are just kind of neutral in your life. Um, so thank you for, for taking the time out today to do that. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at TalkingJoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.